good evening. Although I shall not be present at this historic coming meeting, I present this in the hope that our great nation may learn to live in peace.
subconscious fears transformed to your conscious awareness. Warning, this tape must not be played by government personnel. It can be extremely harmful and result in severe trauma. You have five seconds to terminate this tape. Five, four, three,
There's no good, right, wrong, bad. One, two, nine, and back to one. No fractures, no maybes, no supposes. You can't travel in space. You can't go out into space, you know, without, like, you know, uh, with fractions. What are you going to land on? One quarter, three eighths? What are you going to do when you go from here to Venus or something? That's dialectic physics, okay? Dialectic logic is there's only love and hate. You either love somebody or you hate them. Truck and was off. 
Marsha Bronson had just finished setting her hair. It had been a very rough weekend. She had to remember not to drink like that. Bill had been nice about it, though. After it was over, he said he still respected her, and after all, it was certainly the way of nature. And even though, no, he didn't love her, he did feel an affection for her. And after all, they were grown adults. Oh, Bill could teach Waldo. But that seemed many years ago. Sheila Klein, her very, very best friend, walked in through the porch screen door and into the kitchen. Oh God, it's absolutely modern outside. Ah, I know what you mean. I feel all icky. Marsha tightened the belt on her cotton robe with the silk outer edge. Sheila ran her finger over some salt grains on the kitchen table, licked her finger and made a face. I'm supposed to be taking these salt pills, but she wrinkled her nose. They make me feel like throwing up. Marsha started to pat herself under the chin, an exercise she'd seen on television. God, don't even talk about that. She got up from the table and went to the sink where she picked up a bottle of pink and blue vitamins. Want one? Supposed to be better than steak. And then attempted to touch her knees. I don't think I'll ever touch a daiquiri again. She gave up and sat down, this time near the small table that supported the telephone. Maybe Bill will call, she said to Sheila's glass. Sheila nibbled on the cuticle. After last night, I thought maybe you'd be through with him. I know what you mean. My God, he was like an octopus, hands all over the place. She gestured, raising her arms upward in defense. The thing is, after a while, you get tired of fighting with him, you know. And after all, I didn't really do anything Friday and Saturday, so I kind of owed it to him. You know what I mean. She started to scratch. Sheila was giggling with her hand over her mouth. I tell you, I felt the same way. And even after a while, she bent forward in a whisper. I wanted to. And now she was laughing very loudly. Footsteps. It would be soon. 
Marsha walked around the carton and read the ink-scratched label. Oh, God, it's from Waldo. That schmuck, said she. Waldo trembled with expectation. Well, you might as well open it, said Sheila, and both of them tried to lift the staple flap. Ah, said Marcia, groaning. He must have nailed it shut. They tugged on the flap again. My God, you needed power drill to get this thing open. They pulled again. You can't get a grip. They both stood still, breathing heavily. Why don't you get a scissor, said Sheila. Marsha ran into the kitchen, but all she could find was a little sewing scissor. Then she remembered that her father kept a collection of tools in the basement. She ran downstairs, and when she came back up, she had a large sheet metal cutter in her hand. This is the best I could find. She was very out of breath. Here, you do it. I think I'm gonna die. She sank into a large fluffy couch and exhaled noisily. Sheila tried to make a slit between the masking tape and the end of the cardboard flap, but the blade was too big and there wasn't enough room. God damn this thing, she said, feeling very exasperated. Then smiling, I got an idea. What, said Marsha. Just watch, said Sheila, touching her finger to her head. Inside the package, Waldo was so transfixed with excitement that he could barely breathe. His skin fell prickly from the heat, he could feel his heart beating in his throat. It would be soon. Sheila stood quite upright and walked around to the other side of the package. Then she sank down to her knees, grasped the cutter by both handles, took a deep breath and plunged the long blade through the middle of the package, through the masking tape, through the cardboard, through the cushioning and right through the center of Waldo Jeffers' head which split slightly and caused little rhythmic arcs of red to pulsate gently in the morning sun.